0: Welcome to Spiritual Naturalism Today, a conversation on science, nature, and spirituality. Our program is sponsored by the Spiritual Naturalist Society with host, Daniel Strain. Hello, and thank you for joining us. I'm Daniel Strain, and I'm here with my co-host, Lee Anderson. Hello. And today, we'll be talking about finding purpose. The answer to this kind of question is always a little different with every tradition. So we thought it'd be a good idea to give a spiritual naturalist um, perspective on this. And of course, like all of these things. um, We're speaking for ourselves and we think we're speaking for the general uh, uh, General spiritual naturalists to an extent but there's a lot of variability uh between individuals and they're depending on their background and traditions and individual beliefs but um we should be able to have an interesting conversation about it and give you some examples and some things to think about um finding purpose so uh do you want to start us softly What what are you some of your first thoughts about it
1: well, this happens to be a point um in my life where I'm actually kind of reevaluating or reexamining what I think somebody's purpose in life is when I was younger and um, was working and was married and was raising kids my what I thought you know, was my purpose in life was to be a good parent, to raise my kids, to have good moral values, to uh, be a worthwhile employee at work, you know, provide, um, provide them something for what they were paying me for and things like that. As uh, the children have grown, and I have retired and now I am at a point in my life where you know time is available to me to volunteer and do things like that. I, I'm starting to think about more along the lines of, rather than my role as a parent or an employee or something like that, but as a human being, what is my purpose if I volunteer for one thing and, and sometimes I find myself I think that I'm like over volunteering for things tiring myself out and am I really providing anything of substance to anybody so I I'm at that point of looking at as a human being, what is my purpose in life?
0: So is it that um, there's a connection then between um, our sense of purpose and the different phases of our life? And as we move into different phases of life, we take on different roles and that has an effect on, you know, what we thought was our purpose may change?
1: I think so. And and I think, that goes along with just uh, aging in general, you move through different roles in your life. And so you just, you start reevaluating what you knew in a previous role, compared to, you know, how things are in a current role. And I think you reevaluate a lot of things. And so what, my purpose in life in is one of those things that I'm reevaluating right now. Mm. I've actually spent a lot of time over this past year, thinking about that because um, because I've gotten more into meditating and things like that. So um, from a spiritual perspective, having time to actually think about things um kind of takes away the boundaries of takes away the boundaries of the of the role being there to provide an answer for me so you know the boundaries are down the walls are down now and i've got a whole big uh, kind of area now of what purpose can be. So I'm having a harder time figuring out what purpose is.
0: So I think that's interesting that you, you start off thinking about purpose and role as being close together, but maybe not anymore. And, you know, to me, I think that a lot of people, uh, you know, get their sense of purpose from their roles, whether it be a parent or employee, even like you said, but, um, there's a little bit of, uh, I can imagine some people having qualms with that because, you know, that, that's almost like we're thinking of human beings as being these, you know, measured by their usefulness or their utility. What can you produce for the the collective, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. as opposed to m- in maybe an innate worth that, uh, comes from just being human. Uh, as opposed to what it is you contribute or do. And so how do we, uh, so that's an interesting uh, point because, uh, interesting to me because it, you know, I can see both sides of that. I mean, you don't want to necessarily think that your purpose or that other people's purpose, that their purposelessness, uh, if they don't contribute X amount or don't do something uh, You know, so I guess there's kind of a triangle going on there between purpose, role, and value. Um,
1: Yeah, I guess so. Um, it, It does make it hard. Like I said, when you have roles that are your priority at the time, they take precedence. Over a lot of other things. So you don't have time to think about from the bigger perspective, you know, what, what is my purpose and what am I doing about it?
0: Maybe part of this is that we're, we're still kind of using a lexicon that developed uh, under a different sort of belief system. Where, you know, if you imagine that the universe has been created and is being run by this uh, uh, personified being that has a purpose for everybody and everybody's like a little cog that fits into this larger plan. Uh, Maybe that's a source of meaning for people with that worldview. But when you go with a fully naturalistic worldview, maybe it's more about, uh, maybe Meaning is what we're, we're looking for a sense of personal value and meaning and purpose. Um, So it's not that there's some objective external purpose that we're trying to find or fulfill so much as it is um, trying to come up with a purpose for our life in order that we have a sense of meaning in our lives.
1: And how do you find that, you know, how does the normal person go about finding that meaning? Um, When you meditate, and again, I haven't been doing, that much meditation, but uh, I've been doing what I do consistently. Um, I don't know that at the start of the year, and now we're at the end of the year here, that within a year's time, that anything has changed for me as far as like finding a meaning or that. I know that I am, from meditation, calmer, less stressed. Um, I can handle things easier and all that. But as far as finding meaning, I don't know. So how do you go about, you know, finding that?
0: Yeah, I was real interested to hear you uh, talk about how meditation had uh, brought a lot of this up for you. Do you mind if I ask what, uh, you know, style or, Techniques of meditation. Does it involve uh, kind of a um, Focused thinking about these things or is it uh, a different kind of meditation, but you just notice those thoughts are rising?
1: Yeah, it's most of the time when I meditate I am trying to just um, Calm my mind and I take note of the thoughts you know, that come and then usually just pass them on. So you brought up focused uh, meditation. I don't think that I have done any of that. It's been more of the, um, you know, just noticing what's going on and learning how to just let it pass
0: Mm. like that. Yeah, when we still our minds, it makes it real obvious to see, uh, the little thoughts that we normally are going on in the background and we're not paying attention to them. And then we start to notice what's on our mind more because we're watching ourselves and we can see what's bubbling up maybe from the subconscious. Um, Yeah. So, you know, it, it does seem to me though, that, you know, all of this relates back to a flourishing life. And so, you know, if we want to be happy, we talked about happiness in the previous episode, and um, you know, I think we have to feel that what we're doing has meaning and purpose. Now, as a naturalist, you know, I I kind of always keep in mind that uh, as a as a not as a depressing thing, but as kind of a, a practice of, of appreciating the present, I, I keep in mind the fact that, uh, you know, everything will is impermanent. Everything will be uh, gone one day. And so a lot of times our sense of purpose is about building something or raising someone or establishing something. Um, I get a great sense of purpose uh, by my participation along with the rest of the uh, volunteers and members and and what have you in SNS.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But of course, you know, one day the sun will engulf the entire earth. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so uh, if we have this goal set, that's kind of like, you know, you imagine uh, graphically speaking, you imagine someone taking a bunch of blocks and and building a little pyramid with the blocks, you know, you're, you're stacking these things, you're, you're, you have all these little sub goals and you're achieving your goals and you're adding block upon block as you build, you're working on something that inherently is not going to stand the test of time. Uh, you know, you could, you could be the founder of the United States. Well, one day there's not going to be a United States either, you know? So, uh, it doesn't really, um, it can't really just be about that because then if you really start to take that in, which I think is a part of wisdom, then you can't be wise and simultaneously happy if, if that's what you're going to attach purpose to or meaning to. Um, Maybe it has to do more with uh, the experience of, each and every one of us, uh, our experience individually and then the experience that we create in others through our actions. And so, you know, like I, I don't believe I'm immortal. So one day I'll be gone, but nevertheless, each and every day is a new experience and worth it for that experience of that day. And so if I do something, that helps someone, whether it's something I do in the society or whether it's something, uh, you know, for SNS or whether it's something for a family member or a friend, um, I'm creating an experience, my own experience of, of the satisfaction of seeing them help and then, you know, their experience. And that that has value for its own sake, not for some future thing. It's just that, we go through these little goal sets um, because in the meantime, we, we have a life to live.
1: And what about doing things for yourself also?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, whenever it comes I'm thinking, to yourself well, was, versus... I'm sorry, uh, go ahead.
1: I was gonna, just going to say that I, I was thinking as you were talking about... Um, you know, doing things, uh, for others to help others out and everything, but also, um, like when you're taking a course and doing something for yourself so that you're expanding, um, your worldview, you know, to, which then helps you understand others better and things like that too.
0: Yeah. Personal enrichment and, uh, even just entertainment, you know, (laughs) um, Yeah, certainly. I mean, when it comes to, you know, oneself versus doing something for others, I, I try to, uh, any of the me, you, us, them kind of dichotomies, I try to remind myself about, uh, you know, trying to achieve a more third person perspective on everything. And so, If you're, if you just kind of like put your perspective above looking down on everyone and you try to, you know, love all beings, for example, that means loving yourself and loving others because then yourself just becomes one of those beings in there. And so if I'm doing something for myself or I'm doing something for others, there's not really a big division there. It's you're, you're helping a person. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, the person just happens to be you. Um, of course, you know, you have agency and so you also w- are always with yourself. So there's certain things you can do for yourself that others can't. So.
1: Right. So how do you define purpose?
0: How do I define it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well... You know, it almost seems like maybe our, our title today should have been meaning, because um, I think ultimately what we're looking for, or what helps a person feel fulfilled, happy, is a sense of meaning. And purpose is kind of a, uh, a vehicle to meaning in a way. You know, if, if I am digging a hole in the ground, and it has no purpose, then I'm just you know, kind of wasting my time. If I'm digging a hole in the ground and its purpose is to create an irrigation system to provide water to you know, people who are suffering and need water, now I have a, or even just to you know water my lawn or whatever, now I have a, functionally speaking, the thing I'm doing um, has an effect on some larger goal. To me, that's purpose. But you know, if your purpose is to, uh, you know, do something that is ultimately not meaningful to you, um, that's that's what makes me think of purpose as as a uh, a subset of meaning or a uh, a step to meaning or or a means to meaning?
1: See, uh, I guess I was thinking kind of in the opposite direction because to me, purpose can be ambiguous, whereas finding meaning in things to me, um, I can find meaning in almost everything I do. Um, but I don't know whether I could find purpose in what I do.
0: Oh, I see. So like if I was uh, sitting out on the beach and just observing the water and listening to the wind, I'm, I'm not fulfilling a purpose. I'm being totally uh, useless. And in fact, there's a thing in Taoism about being useless and the wisdom of being useless. And, uh, but so there's no purpose there at all, but there's still meaning. Yeah. yeah. I, I would agree with that. I, I just meant to say before that purpose can be a means of finding meaning, but not the only uh, source of meaning. Like it's a sub, it's underneath the category
1: yeah.
0: under that subset, but there's a lot of other things under that subset as well.
1: Well, when you say that, you know, now I understand, uh, looking at purpose from that perspective. And, and that's what I would say. I was not looking at it that way before and was having a hard time with, with the word itself.
0: Yeah. To me, it was kind of a simple, uh, kind of a simplistic thing. Like, uh, you know, you find, you see a tool in a garage or something, you pick it up. It's a tool you've never seen before. And you ask somebody, what's the purpose of this tool and what purpose does it serve? Yeah. Or, you know, if I'm working at a place and I'm supposed to put the box from one conveyor to the next, I'm serving the purpose of, you know, getting the product to the next stage of development or something, you know, it's, it's like a, it's kind of a very logical, you know, if you're, if you're a parent, your purpose as a parent is to, you know, raise children and raise the child and, you know, so it's, it's kind of a functional sort of thing. And a functional sort of thing could be a source of meaning, but sitting on the beach can be a source of meaning. And yeah. so finding purpose in life, if I'm just reminding myself again of our topic, finding purpose in life, I think what we're implying in that short phrase is finding a purpose or purposes that you can contribute to which give you meaning and therefore give you a sense of, of value and happiness and flourishing in life. Yeah. Does that make sense? I mean, I'm kind of just thinking out loud.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That makes more sense to me and, and I can tie it in with meaning now.
0: Yeah. I think that, uh, there's something to be said here for the topic of human nature too. You know, the, uh, both the Stoics and the Buddhists, my two favorite things for my own practice, both of them, they, they, you know, spend a lot of time thinking about what is our, our nature as human beings. Cause you're, you're trying to figure out, you know, how to drive a car. You want to know how cars work. Um, And so, you know, as social animals, we do have this instinct of empathy, which can be cultivated or diminished. We have, uh, you know, feelings of of, uh, compassion and we have a lot of other little emotional cues and responses that have to do with interacting with one another, helping one another. And so I think that most people, if they're if they're psychologically healthy and they've developed these things and are cultivating them well, that you'll have great peace of mind by having something that you're doing in life which contributes to the well-being of others. And as so long as you're not sacrificing yourself in the process, because then you're hurting one person to help another. Right. Um, So that's not very productive, but, uh, you know, if you can do that and you gain a a very deep kind of satisfaction from that, I think that that's going to be, you know, you could say, well, you know, everybody likes different things. Everybody could find purpose in all kinds of different things. But to me, I think uh, you know those are where some of the deepest, most profound uh, senses of of equanimity can come from from those sorts of things.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that, um, and and I think one of the things as I've gotten into retirement is that. I was more consistent with activities where I would volunteer and help people when I was working and when I was raising kids because I had such a limited amount so I had to schedule it in there. Now things are sort of sporadic when I can get out and do something that I purposefully uh, you know, go out and volunteer for, Um and so it, it seems to me it's not as continuous a flow of activity that I'm doing, which is why I'm questioning even myself on, okay, you know, what are you doing to add purpose to your life, so.
0: Yeah, and that kind of exploration that you're doing with yourself at at this time is really, um I guess, a whole other part of it, correct me if I'm wrong, but a whole other part of it has got to be a really list learning to listen to yourself because it's not about some right answer that just exists out in the void. It's, it's really about what is going to be right for you. How do you really feel? You could, you could say to yourself, well, I think, you know, it would be really great and noble to go do some thing, you know, some charitable thing and you go and you start doing it and it's just not you. It's not,
1: right.
0: You know, you're, it's not a passion. It's not where you're at mentally, uh, not you, but one. And, uh, so, so yeah, I think a whole other half of that exploration, um, would you say is, is learning about yourself, uh, in, in where you are now, relearning about your new self.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah. And it, it's, I guess I'm probably a little bit impatient, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's been a couple of years and I'm, I'm still not finding the flow that I had before with all of this, but it's okay because I've got time. So mm. I'm working on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's so many different interesting little, uh, you know, cautionary notes, pitfalls, uh, opportunities, and different little, it's a very windy kind of path, because, you know, on the one hand, for example, you know, we want to contribute to others. But on the other hand, uh, like I was saying before, we, we have to realize that, we're gonna to try to do X, Y, and Z, but maybe that won't happen. Maybe it will not work out because of whatever other factors beyond our control. Um, and so keeping that source of satisfaction on the kind of person where we're doing, these, these actions, these outward actions are just a, a vehicle for self-molding uh, in a way, uh, because that's the only thing internally that we can really totally control. And you know, we try to do these actions and that trying is what, you know, what I try to get purpose from is that trying, just that decision to do it and, and continue trying to do it each day. That to me is, is where I try to keep my focus um, and not let myself get carried up or caught up in uh, this and this and that have to happen or X, Y, and Z must come true. Or I've put all this work into this, so this thing has to have you know whatever result in the outward world. And um, then... You know, if we if we're not careful to do that, we could end up with a situation where we've invested all of our sense of purpose in something and then it doesn't work out and then we feel like all of that was a waste and we feel like, oh no, now I have no purpose or meaning in life.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. And I think I've come, you know, more to uh thinking that same way in that, uh, the goal is getting your thought processes there and then working your actions there. But if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You know, there's, there's,
0: Mm -hmm. like you
1: said, the goal is giving it some thought, you know, and, and trying to work in that direction.
0: Yeah, and I really like the idea of, of the, you know, as we do this thing of looking for purpose and meaning, um, the role of compassion, not just for others, but for ourselves, um, learning to love one another, love others, love ourself, uh, not because of what we can or can't do but because uh, of having an innate sense of value and for each being um, in their own right regardless of whether they're productive or they're not productive or they do this or do that or have a talent in this or don't have a talent in that um that that just sort of trying to be a loving being means loving yourself, loving others, loving everyone. And if that's there, then we can go out and we could go into the playground and we can try to do all these different things. Um, Because no matter what happens, it's almost like we'll be our own best mothers (laughs) in a sense. We can always run home and, There'll be someone there waiting to love us.
1: I think sometimes I feel like the most meaning that I get out of my life, too. We were talking about, you know, um, thinking about things and going out and doing things. But sometimes the most meaningful acts come from those little acts of kindness that are just sporadic or, you know, come up all of a sudden uh, that you can help somebody, you know, that you weren't planning to do. A lot of times I think when I think about it afterwards, those little acts of kindness feel more meaningful than a lot of the things I try and plan as meaningful activities too.
0: Oh, that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. The unexpected. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, uh, the John Lennon quote, you know, about yeah. life is what happens when you're busy making other plans.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, like helping some out at the someone at the grocery store who it's raining, they've dropped something in the rain and they're bending down to pick it up and dropped more of their groceries, you know, and just stopping to help them and things like that. You usually feel better about things like that then planning an activity where you go to uh, a nonprofit organization and help out with other volunteers and things like that you know
0: yeah I think that's part of the value of trying to mold our trying to shape our character through practice is that you know you can always sit back and think I should do this I should do that and here's why I should do it but sometimes a moment comes up and you only have seconds to react and you miss an opportunity because maybe you weren't in a charitable state of mind, you know, mm-hmm. but then you miss the opportunity to do that. There's a, and, and, you know, these little moments can can not only shape others and they can shape ourselves. Like um, there's a moment that probably lasted 20 seconds at the most, if you included all of it. And it happened to me when I was in college uh, and I'll never forget it. It's, it's a, had a huge impact on my life. And um, what was happening was, I was, you know, I was a, a college kid and I was going to Sam Houston, and I was uh, uh, going to the student center one night and this was in 1991. Uh, we were either just going to war with Iraq or we were about to, or we just had, you know, it was somewhere around mm-hmm. that whole 100 hours invasion or whatever, that first Iraq war. And um, so I was going to the student center one night. Uh, I was going to go in there and do some studying or something and uh right as i was walking up to the door um uh, another woman was walking up to the door and you know i i just am used to holding the door so i hold the door and she goes in and i smile you know and uh she was wearing a hijab uh, you know the head covering and,
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: after we went through the door you know, and I smiled at her and everything, um, she turned around and she said to me, "Uh, thank you so much. And I thought, wow, she's really thankful that I held the door for her. That's, you know, I couldn't believe how thankful she seemed. You know, she was really moved. And I looked, I I must've looked a little confused because she went on to explain that uh, since things had been happening, that she'd been, uh, feeling like an outsider and people had not treated her well. She she received a lot of bad treatment and everything. And so just that little act of me holding the door for her and smiling at her as she walked in, she was like almost in tears. She was, uh, you know, so happy that yeah. somebody was willing to just treat her like a human being. And I, I didn't even think about it. You know, it wasn't even a, on my radar. Uh, but that that moment has stuck with me uh throughout my whole life I'll never forget it um because it it just was a perfect lesson for me in how meaningful those small little acts can be
1: yeah and, uh, you know, now that you say that, it, it kind of brings it back around to, I think our purpose is to treat everybody like a human being. There are no differences. Everybody's the same. And we should treat all people with kindness and respect. If, if everybody had that same purpose like that, the world would be so much different.
0: <laughs> that's for sure. You know, it's uh, in a way, it's because we're none of us are going to be here for very long. You know, we only have so many days yeah. each of it, and uh, that's what makes it so uh, so good to to try to do that. You know, and it also means that every morning when you wake up, no matter what else is going on in your life. Or how many bad things may seem or, or, you know, what challenges people are facing every every day you wake up is another opportunity to do or say some tiny little thing that you may not even realize was important that maybe sticks with someone else for the rest of their life. Um, And you know, you may not even realize that it happened. You totally forget about it. But nevertheless, it was an opportunity. And every day is an opportunity like that. Um, so that gives my my life a lot of sense of meaning and purpose. I I, I think a lot of people would find the same.
1: Well, that's where I am right now. Every day I get up and I try it all again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that's great. I I really appreciate you bringing this up, and um, I I think it was a good topic for us to talk about. And just like all of our topics, they there's so many interesting little layers and, and
1: right.
0: this that we could unfold.
1: So many little nuances.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But let me uh, go ahead and leave it to our listeners then. And um, if you would like to get on our website, we have. Each one of these episodes has its own web page with a little comment section. You can comment on the episode or feel free to send us an email. Um, I really appreciate uh, you listening today. And um, we hope you'll join us for the next episode and check out some of our past episodes. If you haven't heard them yet. Uh, Lee, thanks for joining me today. Thank you. And uh, we'll talk to everyone uh, next month. Bye-bye. Goodbye. This program was sponsored by the Spiritual Naturalist Society. Learn more and become a member at spiritualnaturalistsociety.org. Our music was composed by John Clemisrood. Please share our program and join us next time on Spiritual Naturalism Today.